Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast. I am your co-host, Kathy Groover. And I'm Jason Mefford. We're Woo-hoo. excited to be back with you for another episode. Is everybody excited? I'm excited. You're excited? I can hear everybody. Yeah, no, no, I can totally hear that they're excited. You can totally hear them in the background. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Very excited. I'm excited because I'm in my new home. I know. It's a new background for you. I know. Uh, I know. You're loving the new home, aren't you? I am loving the new home. I would take everyone on a tour of the new home, but I don't feel like standing up. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, leave, we'll leave that to a different episode, maybe. We'll leave that to a different yeah. home tour Jason episode. and Kathy walking. Or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, a walk in the woods was a very, very good play. So we could have like a walk in my loft. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a really short walk. <laughs> yes. Wow. So speaking about moving, so moving and new homes and new things, uh, today we're going to talk about evolution. Now, before you freak out and say, I'm a creationist, uh, that's not the kind of evolution we're talking about. We're talking about the kind of evolution of moving forward, of shifting perspectives and views, and how as we get older and evolve and grow in ourselves, we have different priorities, we have different um, principles and all these things tend to shift over time and not getting locked in that hamster wheel of, well, that's how I did it before kind of thing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, I think it sounds great because like I said, I've actually used the hamster wheel. I've got a picture of it that I, a kind of stock photo that I bought that I use in a lot of my presentations and trainings because, you know, I, I feel like myself, I get in that and I see a lot of people doing that. We get on that little hamster wheel and we're just running, 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 running. Um, or we're kind of in a rut. We're uh, in a rut on a hamster wheel. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? And, and we think we're going to get out of it if we go faster and faster and faster, and we don't, we don't always. Yeah. And, you know, life does change, uh, you know, uh, and, and when life changes, that means, you know, a lot of times we end up needing to change as well. So, yeah, Excited to talk about this because I know you've gone through some changes. I've gone through some changes um, this last year. So let's talk about it because I'm guessing a lot of other people are going through changes as well. Yeah. And this is also pretty good timing because, you know, we've entered a new year. Uh, we're now in 2019, which I'm not sure how that happened. That came, I thought it was like 1999, just a couple seconds ago. <laughs> I know. We need a whole new song. 1999. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. So talk about evolution. That was 20 years ago. Oh my God. Oh, we're getting old, aren't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What is this wee shit? We're oh, not getting sorry. old. That's I'm, you are. That's, getting old. I'm youthing. I actually, <laughs> I just had a birthday. I'm a January birthday. So um, yeah, evolution. So as we get older, our priorities change. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I was telling him you know, my relationship just recently ended and a friend of mine messaged me on Facebook and he goes, no, 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 you have the perfect life. You can't get divorced, blah, 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 blah. And he went off about how you know, I, 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 what kind of example am I setting if uh, me, the relationship expert, and I'm like, I don't remember ever saying I was a relationship expert, (laughs) but he was just almost heartbroken about, Oh no, we all like looked up to you as having this like perfect life. And now there's this flaw. And I'm like, okay. But as we grow and evolve, we have different priorities. We have different things that we want to have in our lives. We have different, you know, things that we would put up with at 20. We're not going to deal with at 40 or 50 or, um, same thing in business, same thing in interpersonal relationships. We grow and change and evolve. 
as hopefully as the situation does, because I see so many people still stuck in this sort of, you know, I'm 25 mentality and now they're 50 and they're not evolving and changing. They're not growing with things as they, as they alter and it's, it's holding them back. It's sticking. They're, they're stuck in this space. So what do we do to get out of that? You know, how do we grow and evolve along with this changing circumstances? Well, I think, I think that's a big question, right? Because like you said, um, you know, we're not 25 anymore. And, and, you know, like you said, relationships, sometimes we change. I mean, as, as people, you know, we're, we're still practically the same person, but we, as we, as we gain age, right. As we add age to ourselves, we add experience to ourselves. We do become slightly different people. Uh Our priorities might end up changing, you know, and especially when you, when you kind of hit midlife, right. I mean, I never, I never thought of myself as being midlife, but oh my gosh, I'm midlife, right? <laughs> uh, I have to, you know, for those that are watching on the video, right? I, I'm, I'm wearing contacts now. I was just saying, I, I saw you weren't wearing I know, glasses. I used to wear contacts all the time, but but I, I switched to glasses until I needed these stupid cheaters to start reading with now. And so decided <laughs> I need to switch switch to glasses, right? Because I can't, I can't, I can't read my phone. So, you know, and I got, I got to read my phone. So, uh, you know, but that's, that's again, I mean, that's a little tiny thing, right? But that, that's again, something that as I've aged and evolved, my eyesight has changed Uh or evolved right now. You know, the question was, how do we get out of this or how do we move forward? Well, I could have been like a little child. And I could have just stomped my feet and screamed and said, damn it, you know, I'm not old. I don't need reading glasses. And I could keep, you know, moving the thing back and forth, right? Which doesn't make any sense. And I don't know why they make that face. Because that doesn't actually help. The face doesn't help? No. No, it's just what we've done. Yeah, so it's, it's, you know, we can, we can, you know, wallow in it. Uh And, or we can stay in that position or we can just, make a change. Yeah. Or we resist it. And I see so many people, a specific example with you talking about the glasses, they cannot hear. They desperately need a hearing aid. They can't participate in conversations. They don't know what you're saying. And they're like, I, that means I'm old. And I'm thinking, they're, they're, I have a client whose son at three needed hearing aids. You know, we, we have these misconceptions of that means we're old. Someone's like, I have gray hair. That means I'm old. I was fully gray at 19. 20. Yeah. So that to me is not aging. To me, we have to change and evolve with these things. Uh, And I just finished my NLP course, Mm -hmm. uh, which was so great. Uh, And in the NLP book, uh, the guy tells a story about how you interact with people and how you talk to people. And they were talking to this waitress. This was the author of the book. And they said, you know, what do you do when you're not waiting tables? And she goes, oh, well, you know, I really want to go back to nursing school. And they said, okay, well, why don't you? And she said, well, it's a five-year program. And that means I'll be 38 by the time I finish. And the guy said, okay, so if you don't go to nursing school, what's going to happen in five years? She said, I'll be 38. They go, yeah, but without the degree. Exactly. So you'll either be 38 with the degree or 38 without the degree. And she kind of went, oh my God. And the next time they came in for their coffee, she had signed up for class. It was just about to start. And, you know, she ended up in this nursing program. Time is going to move forward anyway, regardless of what you're doing. That's just sort of how it works, at least our perception of it. So why are we not taking those steps? Why are we not moving forward into that future and adapting to that change? Mm -hmm. 
Well, and sometimes, you know, this kind of goes back to, because another thing I've been, I've been thinking on and, and kind of working through kind of a model for uh, helping to teach people is this concept of fear, think, do. Uh. Okay. And so we'll, we'll get into this in more detail, I'm sure probably in a future episode as I develop this a little bit more, uh. but, but, but the reason why it's fear, think, do is because, you know, again, we've talked before about the critter brain kind of thing, you know, the back, the back of our brain, the amygdala, that's the one that is the fight or flight. That Uh is the one where feeling kind of comes from. And that's the one that engages first. So you feel something and then it takes those six or seven seconds for the, you know, prefrontal cortex to kick in where you Uh think at that point. And then it allows you the opportunity to actually do something, right? And so the problem is if we, if we get stuck in that, in that fear and we never get to really the thinking side of it and allow that to take over and go, Oh, just like this girl, you know, in the restaurant, Uh well, she had this fear of, Oh my gosh, it's going to be five years of my life. Right. Okay. She didn't move to the thinking phase until the author, you know, came in and said, well, in five years, you're still going to be 38, (laughs) but without a degree. And she goes, oh, oh yeah. Right. So now she's in that thinking phase to where she can then actually do something. Mm -hmm. Which is then the taking action. The taking action. Because again, I mean, if we're that little hamster on the wheel, you got to take action. You got to jump off the wheel. Uh or else you're just going to stay exactly where you are. Well, and it's also that whole, since we're talking, since we do so many episodes about animals, um, it's that (laughs) elephant, you know, it it grows up tied to that stake on this teeny little string. The elephant could easily break off that string, but it's so used to being tied there or, you know, the dog with the fence, you take the fence down and it still stands there right at the edge because it, no, it doesn't think it can go further than that. And I think so often we do that to ourselves. We limit ourselves. And it was interesting. I was talking to a guy friend of mine and he's, he's in the process of getting out of his marriage and they were in therapy. And he said, you know, if things don't change, I'm leaving. And she said, so you'd rather leave and be alone than be with me. And it's like, well, why is that the only choice? <laughs> you know, but, but it's that limited thinking, you know, in her mind, it's either stay with this guy or I'm going to be alone the rest of my life. And she was projecting that onto him of what, so you'd rather leave me and be alone than stay. And he said, no, maybe I leave and I'm happy alone, or maybe I leave and I meet somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, and she hadn't even considered that possibility. You know, we're mid to late forties. It's not like we're ninety and never going to meet another person. And even then, at ninety, you can meet somebody. Well, yeah, you know, people, so people do all the time. Oh my god, I have clients who have you know left long term relationships in their sixties, and they're like, oh my god, I'm never going to meet somebody. She's happier than I've ever seen her. She met a guy in Match.com. They're moving in together. They're like perfect for each other to as, to the extent that you can be. But there's always possibilities and there's always opportunities if you look for them and if you are willing to change, evolve, and grow. And sometimes we do get into that, I'm too old to start something new. Uh, We all have moments where we feel like that, but it's a matter of moving past that. And I hear people all the time say, oh, I couldn't do that. I could never do that. Well, what would it look like if you could? What would it look like if you could do that? And I was counseling a woman yesterday. She lost a son to cancer um, in his early 30s. She's still devastated. It's been we're pushing two years now and she's still not moving past that. I don't know what it's like to lose a child. I can't even imagine, but she's still stuck in such grief 
And she said, I just feel so alone and I feel so desperate and I feel so neat. And she just went through all these horrible things that she felt. And she goes, I'm just so in grief. And I said, well, what would it feel like if you weren't in grief? She just kind of looked at me and I said, well, what would that look like? She goes, well, I'd be content. I said, okay, well, what does that look like? And we went through this whole thing of, you know, me showing her that there were these options of you don't have to stay stuck in that grief. I think we, we all grieve in different ways in different times. And it seems like she's ready to move past that. So what does that look like? You know, and she kept telling me things she didn't want. She kept telling me things that, well, I don't want to feel alone. I don't want to feel needy. I'm like, okay, but what do you want to feel? You know, and she kept going, oh yeah. So it's just a matter of shifting that perspective and shifting that thinking and moving forward into something, moving towards something. Are you a moving towards person or are you moving an away person? Um, I'm a moving towards something. A lot of people move away. They move away from the bad thing. I move towards the good thing. You know, and sometimes when we look at ourselves and we analyze those things of, you know, how do I think, how do I function in this world, in this situation, then we can clarify things and step off that wheel, get off that post and move, move forward. It's a matter of self-analysis. Yeah. I think it's interesting because as you were sharing that story, what did she keep saying? I feel, I feel, I Mm. feel, I Uh feel. Right. She never got past the feeling stage to where she was actually thinking, you know, and I I think Uh there's kind of a golden tip for people to take away is exactly the question that you asked her. And what was that again? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) How do you you want to feel instead? Or, or, you know, instead, or what would it look like? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. If it was, if it was something else. Yeah. Because like you said, you know, and, and we've talked about this a lot. I mean, what you, what you put in your brain, what you focus on is what you see. Yes. So again, she's, she's been focused for two years on what she doesn't want to have happen. Uh-huh. Right. As opposed to focusing on what she does want to have happen yeah. and then go towards that. Yeah. And so again, you know, I think as, as we age, as we become middle-aged, you know, that, our priorities shift and Uh we realize that maybe some of those things that, that we're doing, maybe there's no longer a congruency or alignment, right. In, in what we're actually doing versus uh, what we want to be or do Uh or have before we kick out of this world. Right. And, and sometimes that can be pretty scary, you know, to get outside of our comfort zone because like you, like you said, you know, this other friend, you know, we think that it's an either or option, right? right? Stay in the marriage or be miserable or be alone. And yeah, be and, alone and, 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 and rarely is a decision either or a or B, right? Uh-huh. But a lot of times we get taught to that and we kind of bring it down to two particular choices, right. but we've got to realize there's multiple choices, uh-huh. right? And it's not and- even for like on a multiple choice test. There's like, an infinite number of ways that you can do. Oh, that's very confusing. Yeah. I'm glad the SATs weren't like that. (laughs) Well, but, and then that's, I think sometimes an issue is people have so many choices. They sit frozen in those because they don't know what they want to do. And then someone comes in and introduces another option or two and they go, Oh my God. And it just becomes so overwhelming for them. It's when you walk into the ice cream store and there's 700 flavors and you just go, I vanilla, I don't know. You know, do you step out of your comfort zone and try peach blast or do you just get vanilla? Cause that's what you always get. And 
to me, one of the things that's so exciting about getting older and growing and evolving is that opportunity to try different things. Um, I love wine. I'm a total wine person. And I was talking to a wine friend of mine and I said, oh, I'm going to head over to Bevmo. What should I get? And he said, have you done any other Spanish wines? He said, that's what I default to when I go to, to uh, Bevmo. I just pick one of the Spanish wines I've not had before. It's a smaller section. It's a good section. I was like, what a great idea. So my treat for myself now is once a week, I walk next door to Bevmo and I find one of the Spanish wines that I've not tried yet. I read the little thing to see if it seems appealing to me. I pull it off the shelf and every week I try a new wine and I'm taking notes on it. And I'm, you know what I really want to just default to is my Sauvignon Blanc. That's what I always order. That's what I get all the time. And I realize, no, you know, I've tried so many Sauvignon Blancs and that's a fun game too of trying different versions of the same thing. But I also want to step out of that. So I've been trying more reds. I've been trying more Spanish wines. I went to the French section the other day. You know, to me, half the fun of having all these choices is experimenting with them. And I'm not going to get through the entire store. We call that risky drinking. But... (laughs) Next episode, we'll be like, ah, the red wine. <laughs> this is our drunk episode. <laughs> <gasps> oh, we have to do drunk fire and earth podcast, like oh, drunk really history. Drunk history. Oh, I love drunk history. <laughs> oh my God. It'll take some editing on my part, but yeah. Um, yeah, we need to do an episode a little tipsy. That would be hilarious. Okay. We'll make it a nighttime one because I'm not yeah, doing that at 8 a.m. No, that's no, not no, gonna, no, no. That's not going to work. But, but, but half the fun is, you know, to walk into the store with these literally probably millions of choices or at least hundreds of thousands of choices of things to try and going, oh, you know, I look at it as exciting where other people go, oh, okay, this is a lot. This is overwhelming. So you have to shift your focus, shift your perspective on that. And as the opportunities around you grow, Try something different. Try something new. Get out of your comfort zone. It's that go for it thing that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's that's kind of an important way, you know, for us to kind of wrap up maybe talking about this is, you know, kind of the action steps that people can take, you know, because uh-huh. like we said, you know, as we evolve and as we go throughout life, I, th- I think especially as we age, a lot of times we feel boring, boring, right? Because we have a job. We get up at a certain uh-huh. time, a job. We come home. We have, you know, kind of the same thing for dinner most of the time, or we go yep. to the same restaurants, or we drink the same wine all the time. And and so if you feel like your life is boring and you want to evolve or you want to move, you know, one simple thing you can do is actually just try some something different. Uh-huh. You know, um, <laughs> I remember it was an interview with the guy. He said, you know, I, I, I never give myself more than 20 seconds to decide what I'm going to order on the menu. And it's like, you know, because the worst thing that's going to happen <laughs> is you don't like it and you never order it again. Right. You know, and so it's it's like with your wine, you know, you might find one and again, you take notes and it's like, never buy that one again. Take a picture I had one of, of those. It. So it's yep. on the do not, do not rebuy list but uh-huh. you know again worst thing that happened okay you spent a little bit of money on something that you didn't get the full value out of but now you know and you've had a different experience uh-huh. and, and i would say it makes us a fuller richer person because now i can speak to other things i can talk about something more than, hey, I have this great Sauvignon Blanc. And then I get to share that with other people because I have some clients who, when they come in, we share a little bit of wine before they go. So it's um, the more we know and the more we get into that personal evolution and expansion and expanding ourselves, expanding our consciousness, expanding our 
breadth of knowledge, expanding our tools and techniques, um, the more we can share that with others and then the more value we can be, no matter what our field is. You know, I told uh, someone the other day, I said, you know, you see all these paintings up in my office? She goes, yeah. And I said, the majorities I hung with push pins and the back of the tape dispenser because that was the only tool I had. I said, and no one would know that unless I told them. The paintings are still hanging, but that was the only tool I had at that time. I could have been so much more efficient and more, you know, productive had I had, oh, a hammer and some nails. You know, we work with what we're given, but we also evolve and grow in those situations so that we can adapt and expand and then share all that with other people so that they can adapt and expand. Exactly. So, you know, I guess, again, kind of as a recap, right? So as, as we're evolving or moving forward, we may want to do things different, right? I mean, if, if you're sitting there thinking, you know, I'm not really happy, I feel boring, I feel like I'm in a rut, it's time again to get through that fear, you know, feel, think, and actually do something sort uh-huh. of cycle and, uh, you know, try something else. Order something different off the menu that you've never had before you know, buy a new kind of of wine that you've never had. Um, You know, read a book on a genre that you have never never read before. Yeah. Um, You know, I I did that over over my vacation. I mean, I I usually read kind of these uh, different novels and I'd I'd never read read a Hunter Thomas uh, book. So I bought bought Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas um, on the trip, you know, and so that was something different. That's not normally... Um, what I read, because most of what I read is, you know, business and psychology, mm-hmm. some, you know, self-improvement kind of stuff. But I do enjoy those different genres and actually read a couple of different books like that as yeah, well. Good for you. Um, over my vacation. So, you know, do some things that are a little bit different, add a little spice to your life, you know, if you will, um, because we are evolving as as individuals and, and we just need to get out there and do it. I mean, get past the fear because most of these little things, it's no big deal if it sucks. Yeah. You know, if whatever you had for that bottle of wine you bought or the meal that you had at the restaurant, if you didn't like it, not really that big a deal. Yeah. And that's the worst that can happen. The best is you, you go, oh my gosh, I found my new favorite wine. Yeah. And then you can share that with others. And you Very cool. But yes, go forth, evolve, grow, expand your consciousness, expand your tools, expand your reach, um, and then let us know how we can help you do that. I'm Kathy Groover, and I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you on a future episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. See you next time. See ya.